0: Folks, what's going on? Arm and Hammer here. The 2020 CrossFit Games are kicking off in just under two weeks at the Ranch in Aromas, the heart, the birthplace of the CrossFit Games. So in this two-part video, we're going to be taking a look first at the events that have existed at the Ranch And what we can learn from the way those events interacted with the environment, the way they were programmed, what types of things we saw show up multiple times, and how potentially that has affected and could affect the 2020 CrossFit Games programming. And in part two, we're going to take a look at some of the events that I think should show up in terms of past CrossFit Games events, potentially some benchmarks, and some hero workouts that would be really cool to see at the 2020 crossfit games finals let's do it but first i want to tell you about my friends at caffeine and kilos you've heard me talk about them you've heard me sing their praises when it comes to their coffee and their apparel and their other accoutrement of fitness and or coffee and or apparel things but caffeine and kilos is just a dope company overall they have great stuff, they're run by great people, they have mwah, choice design, and you can get any and all of their dope stuff on caffeineandkilos.com. So support them, they support me and the channel, without them a lot of this just would not keep going the way it has been going, so shout out to c for making my life a little bit easier and helping me provide you with a little bit of sweet content. Let's get to it. Now, the 2020 CrossFit Games are taking place at the Ranch in Aromas, which has been home to four CrossFit Games-ish, three full CrossFit Games and one day of competition from 2016. So we have quite a bit of data to take a look at here. However, not all of it is like super applicable. You can't really just look at the events that took place between 2007 and 2009 and directly extrapolate what you can expect this year. Not to a one-to-one degree, because so much has changed from those early days of the CrossFit games. That said, completely unrelated to what we're doing today, I think it is incredible to look back at those events. If you haven't, go back and check out the events from the 2007, 2008, and 2009 CrossFit games. Maybe try try and find some video of those events, because it is fascinating to think about the games as sort of just like popping out out of nothing into existence through Dave Castro's mind and setting the tone for a dozen years of training and competition within the fitness space. It is kind of mind-blowing to see where things started and the domino effect it had all the way from back then to today. Neither here nor there. Just think that's a really interesting thing to take a look at. Let's talk about some events. Between the three full years of competition and the one day from 2016, there have been 18 total events that have taken place at Aromas in the context of the CrossFit Games. Nine of those events come directly from the 2009 CrossFit Games. So the 2009 CrossFit Games really were the most modern of those events early era CrossFit games. It had more volume in the first day than either of the 07 or 08 games. It had more volume than the 07 and 08 games combined across the two days of competition. It really was a completely revamped and evolved version of what the games had been up until that point. And it was a precursor to what we have seen the games become over the past 10 years. There are a few key characteristics to the CrossFit games that still hold true to this day that were kind of introduced way back when. And those things are going to be almost sounding almost sounding a little ridiculous to even point them out as characteristics to follow. But bear with me here. The first is the idea of a max level strength of test. Now, 08 did not have a max level strength of test, but it did have a heavy deadlift-ish workout that was really just like a sprint with deadlifts and burpees, but that's how they tested the, the max level strength in that event. However, the idea of testing a one-rep max, the total was in 2007 and there was deadlift ladder in 09, and another updated version of the deadlift ladder in 2016. Another thing that has kind of been born out of the... 2007, 2008, 2009 aromas feel is the unknown and unknowable. In fact, that was the whole big thing about the 2016 day that they spent at the ranch. They didn't even know they were going there until the morning of, or really it was the night before since they had to get up at like two o'clock in the morning to do it. But the idea of unknown and unknowable being a core piece of what makes the games, the games really started back then. And the very first time we saw that happen was in 2007. They used the hopper. Now the hopper is a model of fitness that Greg Glassman introduced in the journal years back, but it was also used in the 2007 CrossFit games. You know, it's kind of like this barrel that you put things in and it folds around like you can play bingo with it you like reach in and you pull the thing out and it's like oh this is a random thing out of the stuff that's in here well you put in parameters for a workout they used it and they got an event for the crossfit games 1k row followed by five rounds of 25 pull-ups seven shouldered overhead all for time pretty dope they even repeated that event in uh in the crossfit games uh just five or six years later So the idea of the unknown and unknowable being tested by something you can't expect, I mean, that's one end of that, right? The hopper from the 2007 CrossFit Games, you can draw a direct line from that to chaos in 2018, where they had no idea what movements they were doing or how many reps they were doing. There's a straight line there. And along the way, you can see there are some really big unknown and unknowable benchmarks and sort of like chapters that take place across the history of the CrossFit games. The other thing that immediately sticks out when you look at the events that have taken place at the ranch and how they've affected the game's programming since then is the real core value of running. Running has been a massive part of the games. The idea of ambulatory motion, of using your own body to move your own body, is a Core piece of what it takes to test for the fittest on earth, and that's something that has been present every single year that they had events at Aromas in the ranch. There was always some sort of a run, at least one longer trail run, and they have kept that going with long runs or running events and multiple running events taking place in the games every year since then. Another trend that we saw really start in Aromas and this is maybe an argument can be made here that this is just a Dave Castro thing and he's the guiding thread here and perhaps that's that's a fair argument to make but I think either way he's still doing the programming for the games so the argument is real. The idea of taking recognizable events or workouts, things that would happen in the gym, and elevating them to become a games event. In fact, in the 2008 CrossFit Games, they did chest to bar Fran. They did a heavy squat clean grace. We've seen things that we would recognize as regular workouts or events that would take place in like a weekend throwdown at our own facilities take place in an elevated and more challenging fashion at the CrossFit Games. Obviously, the most extreme version of that is the stage one for the 2020 CrossFit Games. I mean, it was it was four out of the seven events were updated, elevated, evolved CrossFit Games versions of benchmark girl workouts from Fran to Diane to Annie to Nancy. I mean, these are events that or workouts that you and I would do in the gym and be probably like wrecked by. And suddenly you make things way heavier and do more reps and change things around. And they're wrecking CrossFit Games athletes. And I think that's a trend that started really in Aromas and something we've seen happen across the regionals as well as across the games through both traditional benchmark workouts like Double Pyramid Helen showing up in 2010 to Hero workouts like Double DT or Heavy DT or Murph at the CrossFit Games or Regionals Nate or Tommy V or Randy at Regionals. So we've set this expectation of here are the things that we might expect based off of the history of the games from Aromas all the way through to modern times. And we also have combined with that expectation the idea of what wasn't tested During the online stage of the games. And I think it's pretty obvious to see there wasn't anything particularly long and grindy. There weren't any strongman or odd object implements. There was no rope climbs. Those are the types of things that for sure, obviously, are going to show up at the CrossFit Games finals because they have to in order for the test to be complete in any way, shape, or form. And we also have the idea that Dave Castro himself threw out there on Talking Elite Fitness that the final stage of the 2020 Games will continue this idea of rhyming with older versions of the Games and elevating familiar events. Thanks so much, folks, for hanging out with me here. This is part one of a two-part video talking about what could possibly be showing up at the 2020 CrossFit Games Finals in just a couple of weeks at the Ranch in Aromas. Today, we looked a little bit at the history of events at the ranch, what they have meant for the structure of the CrossFit games and programming of the CrossFit games since then, what maybe we can learn from it. And the part two video is going to be taking a look at some of the events that I think should show up from old CrossFit games to benchmark workouts to heroes. It's going to be very cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed. If I missed something, as always... Leave it in the comments below. I will take a look at it and see you very, very soon.